what is up and welcome to Rebel and Create's Craft of Fatherhood podcast. This is your guide, Ned Shout. Rebel and Create are words that I live by. I believe fathers need to rebel against the status quo of low expectations and create a life mastering the craft of fatherhood. Our role as fathers is far more important than our culture is letting on. There's no one to blame, but the opportunity to take responsibility is on us. It's time we own who we are, own the opportunity of our fatherhood role. I want fathers to discover who they are. They are powerful leaders who are making an impact on future generations. The question is, what kind of impact are you creating? This Rebel and Create podcast will last 10 to 15 minutes and we'll dig into questions sent to me by fathers as well as review Monday's Fatherhood Field Notes podcast. The goal is to dig into the role, the purpose, and the identity of the father. Thanks for listening, and please email any of your fatherhood-related questions to ned at rebelandcreate.com. And hey, please, don't forget to smile and have grace for yourself. You have what it takes. What is up? Super stoked to talk about fatherhood. I love this question that came in. How do I teach my kids about respect? First of all, last week's Craft of Fatherhood episode was on your role as a father in regards to your kiddos' chores. And dude, I had people blast me on Instagram. It killed me. It was so funny and it made me feel like, awesome, I've made it. I've got haters. So anyways, if you didn't check that out, I didn't just talk about make your kids do chores. talked about your role as a dad and think about that. Uh, In that same idea, I got a question from a dad around teaching Uh, their kids respect. And so that's what we're going to talk about right now. Um, Now, isn't it crazy and sad how our sweet little baby will end up acting like such a turd? I mean, they're so sweet and precious and awesome. And then they become toddlers. And then we have to figure out what our role is with them as dads. And then it just continues to change. Once we get it down when they're toddlers, then they become kids and then they become tweens and middle schoolers and teenagers and on it goes constantly on the move, constantly working to figure it out. Now, remember, this is not necessarily a parenting podcast. This is about you. You are the man, you are the dad, you are the guide, teacher, a leader. Basically, I want you to know you have what it takes. You were made for this dad stuff. Now, that doesn't mean that you and I have it all figured out. Nope, we need skills, mentors, etc. to help us uh, on our journey. So first off, if we're going to teach our kids about respect, I want us to first take a look in the mirror. Now, this isn't about, a, hey guys, let's really think about our actions in front of our kids, blah, blah, blah. I want us to go deeper, look at our heart, our thoughts. What are we thinking about? Our actions are a result of what we're thinking about. Our our actions are a result of what's in our heart, what's in our mind. Um, I don't want us just to focus on the action because I want to be the same for the most part around my kids as I am who I truly am. I want them to see the real Ned because that's who they need. So with that same idea, it's like if I am struggling with something, I mean, obviously, depending on their age, I want them to see that I'm growing So they're not necessarily going to see everything about me, but the hope is that I'm not just being careful around them. I don't want to have to be careful around them, um, obviously at certain ages. Okay. So like, here's an example. I used to never cuss. I was a youth pastor and I would have to watch myself all the time. And so it just never was a habit. I just never said bad words. And then when I stopped being youth pastor and I wasn't sort of being watched as much, 
um, over the years after that, it just became a little bit more of a habit because it didn't matter. But now my kids are, you know, middle school, I got one going into high school and I spend time with them, right? I'm around them. And I noticed a couple times that it slipped and it just went, oh, that's not very respectful. Like that doesn't feel respectful if I'm teaching them to be respectful. Um, and they, you know, I don't want them to cuss. I probably shouldn't be. And I want to be the same. Now you could argue, well, you drink, you know, a beer. Does that mean your kid could drink a beer? No, let's be smart about this. Come on. I think we could have a stupid argument about it, but the idea is about respect. And with the cussing thing is like, what's in my heart. If it's slipping up, it's coming out. It's in my mind. It's in my, my being. And, and so that's an area where I go, okay, is that respectful? Is it respectful for it to pop out in front of my grandma or my kid? No. So if I want to be in a place where it doesn't, then I should probably just make it not a part of my life so that I can live more in respect if I'm wanting my kids to do the same. Now, are you going to hear me cuss on this? Probably. It's It might come out, but it's something that I'm in tune with and I'm working on. And I don't think that makes me hypocritical because I'm working on it. And I'm being open that I'm working on it. I'm not telling you it's bad. You know, I said a bad word like within the last couple of months in front of my kids. And I went to the daughter that was around me I'm like, hey, that wasn't really cool. I apologize. I'm I'm working on that. And so I don't know. There you go. That's what that. Um, okay, so before we think about our kids, I want us to think about ourselves. Think about our own habits when we catch ourselves slipping up. Um, and it's interesting. I went on a hike. My, my dad and I went backpacking on Friday to Saturday, just spent the night out in the woods. And randomly it had come up that he said that he used to swear. And then when he had my brother and I, he stopped just out of a, you know, setting a tone for us. So I thought that was interesting that that came up. Um, okay. So first, before you go thinking about your kids, where do you need to work on stuff? And it doesn't mean you can't start teaching, right? You, you don't have to be perfect until you teach your kids, but first think about yourself and learn alongside them. Um, there's a lot of noise out there right now, media, politics, etc. My suggestion, uh, first think about all the noise that you're listening to. How is it affecting you? How is it making you act, respond, speak? Your kids are watching. My kids are watching me. I'm not saying just rise above it all. Um, and be some annoying, like hyper woke, whatever about everything and, and have this, I'm better than you kind of mentality because you rose above the noise. I'm talking about focusing within. There's a ton of noise all the time. How are you responding internally? And then how is that affecting your words? How is it affecting your actions? How is it affecting your day in day out life? Your kids are watching and that is critical. That's where the respect piece starts. Um, here's a great example of this. Okay. My wife showed me a picture last night of Mr. Rogers and a character on his show, officer Clemens, I believe it was uh, who was an African-American officer on his show. And in 1969, there was a huge issue in our world around, I mean, still, but in 1969, there was an issue with swimming pools about, uh, whites and African-Americans in swimming pools together. And so there's this incredible scene, go check it out, where Mr. Rogers has Officer Clemens come and they both have their feet in a kiddie pool with putting water on it. Just super rad. So my point with that is Mr. Rogers did an episode on that, you know, years ago. That's rising above. That's not taking a hard stance necessarily, but it's a respectful one. So I ask you in all things, not just the current situation of our state, 
Think about respect when it comes to your spouse, your neighbor, your boss, your employees, your political views, your media news views, your bedroom, your car, uh, you know, somebody who cuts you off, somebody who cuts you off at the grocery store, um, anything like think about all these things that are around you all the time. How is your respect towards them? How do you see them? How do you view them? How do you feel about them in your heart? Uh, because that has an effect on your actions and your kids see that that's where respect starts. Um, my suggestion is lead with love and also putting yourself in others shoes. Okay. So now for a practical step. So that was like really hyper-focused on you and me as fathers, but now a practical step. One of my favorite people is Dwight Taylor senior, um, who started real manhood one one and does events to really help young men understand what it means to be a man. And him and I did a podcast episode 51 of fatherhood field notes. And we had this rad connection around picking up trash. My dad always taught my brother and I to leave campsites and restaurants nicer than we found them. I mean, I can hear his voice saying, go pick up the trash around the campsite or, you know, looking around at a fast food place and not just leaving the trash for somebody else to pick up or being on a hike and him, you know, having us pick up the trash. It just became a thing that we did because our father taught us that from the day we were born. Now, Dwight's grandfather taught him the same thing, but I really like how his grandfather put it. He said, leave people, places, and things nicer than you found them. That right there is respect. You want to teach your kids about respect? It is that simple. You have your kids for 18 years or so in your house. Make this an everyday practice. If we ourselves and our kids can live with that philosophy, it will flow into every aspect of our life. So teach them to ask this question and you need to start asking it yourself. How do I leave people, places, and things nicer than I found them? And I think at the simplest, simplest core is if you see a pick of piece of trash or if you see something out of order, it is now your responsibility to fix it. You know, Dwight was saying how his grandfather would, you know, if you see a piece of trash, it's now your trash. Like what if we viewed our world that way? If we taught that to our kids simply about a piece of trash, they're going to view everything in their life that way to start taking responsibility, to take ownership. Um, And it's something that I've been working on with my kids all the time. And it's going to take forever. I mean, I've been working on it with them forever. I'm still working on it myself. Um, but that's the point. Like I'm their guide right now, as I'm working on this with my kids, you know, a lot of times I'll get, Oh, that's not mine. You know, and a great example right now is it's summertime. So we have otter pops. And if you ever had otter pops in your house and you kind of give your kids some access, like, Hey, you can have two a day. I see otter. I could walk outside right now and I'll find an otter pop wrapper on the ground. Probably. Uh, it's so funny because I hear my dad, I remember how frustrated he'd be when we were teenagers and there'd be otter pop wrappers because I get it. You shove it in your pocket and you're running around and they fall out, whatever. But now, you know, whether you like this or not, you know, if I go outside and I see an otter pop wrapper, it's, Hey, nobody gets otter pops for the rest of the day because it's not my responsibility. I'm not the one eating them. So if you see one, you better pick it up, whether it's yours or not. So it's kind of crushing that whole, uh, it's not mine deal, but this is going to flow into Everything like the toothpaste, the kitchen cabinet, a lot of this crap starts falling on mom. And, and I even catch myself. There's a kitchen cabinet open. I might not close it. 
And, and I'm, I mean, now I do because I'm catching myself just going, why wouldn't I close that? Why wouldn't I take that on upon myself? Because what happened is my kid probably opened it or maybe I opened it and then my wife's going to come through and close it. So if I can teach my children that if they see a piece of trash, that it's their responsibility, then flow that into leave people, places and things nicer than you found them. How different would our world look? And really dads, fathers, men, this is our role. We can teach this to our children of taking responsibility, taking ownership. This is our world. This is my house, our neighborhood, you know, our state, our country. It, it, it's it's ours. And if it's ours, we got to treat it that way. Um, so uh, I love it. We have such an amazing opportunity to change our world through just daily simple actions. And you and I have just a great role to play. And it's not rocket science. We can do this. Um Monday's podcast was really cool talking with George Dutra. He also has a podcast called uh, The Rogue Dad Podcast. So check him out. But he shared, um, you know, his story is very unique. Having a kid in his 40s, finding out he was going to be a dad when he was in prison and then just stepping up in the second chapter of his life, looking drastically different. He He wants to be and is the man, husband, father that his daughter needs to see. Um, and he's so passionate about it that he's sharing that with others. And what I really love too is, you know, he doesn't focus a lot on the prison stuff because he doesn't want that to be the piece that defines him. Like that's not why he is deciding to be a great father. It's because he really discovered and realized that that's his role. So check that one out if you're interested. It was a fantastic one. Um, I want to invite you to something. I've been sending out a text every Wednesday morning since April 15, 2015, so over five years. So, for example, I sent something out about the Mr. Rogers video clip. That's what went out today. Um, There's a big group of men who received that text. I started it because I'm so hungry to build community with other men and encourage them in their roles as men and fathers. But we're also busy, man. Dudes can't meet every single week for whatever, you know, tea or coffee or lunch. So a 10-second text all of us have time for that. I might send a Bible verse, a Macklemore quote, a stepbrother's reference. It's really all over the place. But the goal is in the middle of the week, remind you that you're not alone, that there are other men up getting up to love and serve their families. Uh, if you want to sign up, go to rebelandcreate.com. Click on the little ship icon on the top left of the homepage. This isn't where everybody can find it. It's really just for the people who actually care about this um, because then you can interact with me. If I send the text, you can respond and just back and forth with me for a couple hours. Hey, if you haven't read my book, Rebel and Create Yet, go check it out. I can't believe it's been a year. You can buy it on the website, uh, rebelandcreate.com. But I've been getting great feedback. Um, one of my buddies told me it's the first book he read since high school. And hey, you know what? I know we're not all readers and I actually made the print kind of big. So dads would turn the pages faster, but we got to be educating ourselves, leveling up. This isn't a how to be a dad book. This is a, who are you? What is your role as a man? Discover yourself. And that's really what it's about. So if you haven't checked it out, please go to rebelandcreate.com and pick that up. Thank you to all you dads out there listening to rebel and creates craft of fatherhood podcast. What you do matters. Do not be like everybody else. Be yourself. That is who your kids, spouse, and community needs. This is your guide, Ned. Shout together. Let's rebel against the view that fatherhood has little impact and create lives engaged in the craft of fatherhood. If you have a question about fatherhood that you would like me to discuss, please email me, ned at rebelandcreate.com, and I look forward to hanging out with you next time.